0: Hey, y'all, it's Livy. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a certain kind of solo episode that I I haven't really done before. So I sent out this prompt to my text community. I said, self-reflection question. If you continue on your current life trajectory, what are you going to regret doing or not doing on your deathbed? What needs to change in your actions and mindset? And then I said, I'm creating a podcast episode today on this question. Would love to get your replies and text or voice memo to anonymously share in the episode. So this is something I actually think about a lot. I think about my life in a long-term perspective a lot. And, you know, part of that has to do with my dad's early passing, but also I see it more. I think thinking of death tends to bring fear to a lot of people And it sounds kind of morbid to think about, you know, what regrets would I have on my deathbed? But I think if you can shape that question in a way, in a way where it provides gratitude, gratitude that for the time that you have, but also gratitude that, you know, if life was infinite, there would really be no sense of urgency or sense of importantness or sweetness because this thing would be lasting forever. And and I just feel that life wouldn't have the beauty that it has. And I think a lot of the reason that life is beautiful is because of the sort of timer on it. And so I think about I I put my life in a in a very long-term perspective often and it really helps me feel gratitude and also helps me reassess if I'm living aligned. And I talk about living alignment a lot in my I talk about living alignment a lot in my book. And living in alignment is essentially aligning your core values with your thoughts and actions. And in that way you can live a life that's very much has an underlying feeling of peace because your actions and your thoughts are aligned with your core value therefore you are minimizing regret and setting your current life up for a trajectory moving forward that is aligned with who you are and what you truly want in your core essence so i wanted to read anonymously read some of the replies i got of the question if you continue on your current life trajectory What are you going to regret doing or not doing on your deathbed? What needs to change in your actions and mindsets? Someone said, I'm more than likely to regret not standing up for myself or letting people walk all over me. I'm currently seeing a therapist about it, but I'm still learning how to cut people out and when to let people go. It's a tough thing to learn, especially when it's been a bad habit for years the thing that needs to change the most for my mindset is to know that it's okay to make mistakes and not everyone's problems are something I should take on and try to fix. I love this. I love the honesty of this answer. And this is an incredibly common struggle. For me, it's been a struggle, especially, you know, it takes me some time to trust somebody and then I'm sort of loyal to a default after that and it's it's taking me time to learn that that can often turn into self-sabotaging then you know I'm just a loyal person and I and I love people deeply and I stick by them no matter what when it gets to a point that someone is you know sinking your daily energy and making you a worse version of yourself when you're around them but but the person that you initially attached to and were loyal to was different was not this person that that sank you you know taking off those blinders and realizing that someone can change for the better but someone can also change for worse and you might still like that person that they used to be but unfortunately that person may no longer be there based on what area of life they're in, who they are, who, who who what new people have entered their life. And so that's something I've really had to work on is is seeing people for who they are now and when I need to let things go and not keeping my rose-colored glasses on as I look at that person even if they've changed in a way that is no longer fitting for me to keep them in my life. So yeah, I mean, it's it's very difficult, but I think the more we stand up for ourselves, the more we teach people around us how we expect them to treat us and respect us, one, the easier it gets, but two, people will see you as, you know, in the way you hold yourself, and the way you speak, people will begin to know that you are someone that will not be walked on and someone that that won't be pushed around and therefore you'll be confronted with those those problems less with relationships in your life because you will begin to attract people that aren't looking for someone that they can step on essentially so yeah i mean i'm i i find that very admirable this is something you're intentionally working towards to change in your habits and i have no worries <laughs> That there's this level of self-awareness at this time, and I'm excited for you. But it's definitely, it's, de- it's difficult. Another response I got to this question, someone said, probably everything. I was so used to growing up being belittled and shot down, and now that it's my turn to root for myself, I find awful comfort in that mindset. I'm too afraid to soar. Right. I mean, I think... I think regret is interesting because if there's something you regret in this moment, you can turn, you don't have to have that regret with you forever. You can turn that past mistake into a learning lesson and use it to improve your future life. And so it transforms that regret into a learning lesson and therefore it becomes something positive. So if you feel like Something, a lot of your past you regret, it is not too late for you to, you're not going to, you don't have to die with that regret. You can transform that regret into a seed, into something that was planted, into a lesson that was learned, and use that to move you forward, to, to use as um, a boost into the next higher version of yourself. And therefore that regret is transformed, if taken action on as a lesson, it's transformed into something beautiful and, and a seed that was planted to, you know, refine you into, into the next version of, of yourself. So I want you to know, you know, if you have a lot of past regrets, of course, those can't be changed, but the way you you use those to move forward, the way you, you know, you heal around those, the way you change your perspectives around those, you don't have to die with that regret. There is the way you take action, the way you are intentional can change the way you you view and feel around those regrets. So I hope I hope that's something, a helpful thought if you feel like there's a lot in your past that you regret. And I think also a great way, you know, when you grow up kind of when you when you especially for young people when you go out on your own and it's time for you to root for yourself but you were you you find comfort in not doing that because that that's what you're used to it feels very uncomfortable to to say you know I can achieve XYZ thing I believe in myself I I love myself I root for myself I think, even this question, if you have a hard time rooting for you in this moment, if you can think of yourself at 80 or think of yourself at eight years old and think of that version of you, that's who's rooting for you. That's who's on your team. That's who loves you. And that's who's proud of you. That can be a really beautiful way to find more comfort in rooting for yourself because it doesn't feel so isolated in the moment, but that young you and the future you are also on your team. And, and visualizing those people cheering for you and rooting for you, I find can be very comforting. So that's if, if you struggle rooting for yourself, I think that's that's a perspective that can be really helpful. One other thing. This is like a small exercise I would prompt you to try. If you struggle rooting for yourself, when you wake up in the morning and you go look in the mirror, as you're brushing your teeth, I want you to give yourself a high five. And there are specific chemicals that release in your brain when you give or receive a high five. And I know it sounds silly and it sounds kind of weird, but Give yourself a high five and you will begin to form this bond with yourself that is loving and is comforting. And and when you see yourself in the mirror, you'll begin to see someone that is rooting for you. And there's a lot of psychology behind that practice, but that is something you could practice to help retrain that habit of not of of shooting yourself down because you have the voice of your parents or past people in your life as the subconscious telling you that you don't deserve what you would like to achieve or attain. And then the third reply I got said, as of right now, I'm getting better and better every day with my habits and actions. This question made me think what negatives could come out in the future. I'm creating for myself. The first thing that comes to mind is that in order to become the successful artist I desire, I see myself isolating even more than I do now from my family and friends. I would regret not going to the family events while my grandparents and parents are living. I would regret missing the friend bonding activities. I would even regret not spending time for God and praying every day. In order to change, I need to continually orchestrate my schedule so that every aspect of my life takes up an adequate amount of time per week. This means to give more priority for the people in my life than they are already getting. As a result, I need to learn to be less selfish by spending time for others. I'd also love to donate more and save more money. I mean, this is beautiful. You just like, you already know the answer. And that's the thing. I think with anyone listening to my podcast, you don't have to get the answer from me. All the answers, you've got them. If you just give yourself a moment of stillness, a moment of silence and you listen and you build a trusting relationship with your inner conscious, your inner higher self, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, the answers are there. You're an incredibly intelligent being, an incredibly intelligent soul. and you don't need me to be your guide. like I can I can help prompt some answers but for the most part, you've got them. I would urge you to look more internally for guidance in your life than you do externally because that's where you're going to get the most soul-aligned answers. But I love this. And and this is something I relate to heavy because I, I dropped out of college and I've been doing my own thing for years now. And it's very easy to get caught up in that sort of hustle culture and wanting to isolate and saying I don't have time for things. But I told myself from the very beginning, I said, if I don't form a habit now that when I want to keep working, but my family's playing a board game, that I'm going to go play the board game, that on a weekend when I would like to just keep working, but I haven't seen one of my friends for two weeks and they want to go out, I go out. I, I continually tell myself that I if I do not keep up that habit of prioritizing those relationships it's going to get worse the busier or more successful i become and so now is the time to start building that habit so it makes me very excited that you are like you're pre-planning to build this habit which is so cool you're amazing and for any other ambitious person listening i think that's something we can all do together to make sure that we're prioritizing that um because there's been studies done about what the top things people they've they've surveyed thousands of people and i and one of the the top, the top one or one of the top two i forget which which psychologist did a study on this if i can find if i can find her her information i'll put it in the show notes but essentially the top one or the second one was the happiest people or the people that live the most fulfilling happy life the top reason for that comes from their relationships. And I promise, and you probably already know this, that no amount of success will be worth loneliness, will be worth killing a relationship that only comes once in a lifetime. It won't be worth it. And that there are relationships, I believe, I actually call them La La Land relationships. If you've seen the movie La La Land, you know, the two main characters don't end up together. And in my opinion, they weren't supposed to, but there are these La La Land relationships that come in your life where you and another person, whether it's a romantic partner or a friendship or a mentor, are, you know, meant to meet for this this moment in time to refine each other and move each other to the next stepping stone. So there are relationships that aren't going to last for the rest of your life. But if you never prioritize relationships at all, you won't even have relationships that will get you to the next stepping stone. And at the end of the day, we are social beings. We need people and that doesn't make us weak. We need people. We need community. We need need love in order to live a happy fulfilling life and that's something we have to intentionally prioritize and the thing about career there was an analogy i heard a while back that i love and he said if you think of all the areas of your life as glass balls um your your career your relationships your health your spirituality and and you're juggling these balls all of them except for career will shatter when you drop them your career is rubber that is not a glass ball it will bounce back if you have consistency if you have resilience career is something that can always bounce back but relationships your health your your personal alignment, your personal well-being, your mental health, that's a glass ball. And if you drop it, putting those pieces back together is going to hurt a hell of a lot more than if your career drops. Period. End of like end of sentence. That is truth. And so I would be very, very careful to not get too caught up in the hustle of it and i'm very guilty of this and it's something i i talk about in my book again and i i have to realign myself constantly to make sure that i am prioritizing each aspect in my life in the way that it needs to be prioritized so i love this i think we're all in that in that together of of making sure that we are you know, like you said in your in your text, orchestrating your schedule so that every aspect of your life takes up an adequate amount of time. It's beautifully said. I love that. This was really fun. I loved getting responses from from my text community. If you want to join my text community, I will add the link to that in the show notes. It's free globally. So anyone in the world, unless you have, you know, like data rates or limits, it may charge you, but from my understanding, it is free globally if you have, if you can receive free texts. So you can either click on the link in the in the show notes or you can text growth to 1619-586-6345. I've got a little over a hundred people in there now. I love talking to everyone. You're all amazing. You're all incredibly. I just feel lucky to have such a cool community of just these dope people that are just trying to grow and and be the best humans that they can be and I I learn from all of you and I don't I don't see myself as like you know like a leader or like elite in any way I see it as I'm simply an organizer of a community of people that are teaching each other and are really freaking cool and you know you all amaze me constantly, and it makes me so happy that there's young people out there that the people that are listening to this podcast or in my text community, these are the young people, us. like You guys are going to be the people that are changing the world and are raising children that are kind and that are empathetic and that are emotionally stable. And you are the people that are going to create work environments that people go home and feel fulfilled and peaceful when they go home from work. And you are the people that are going to be changing, you know, social issues. And I mean, really, you all just are amazing. And it's so cool to just, you know, if you ever feel like, <laughs> you know, our generation is like, I don't know. I always see stuff that's like, this generation's a lost cause and people don't know how to date and and no one cares. And they're all just addicted to their phones. Like, no, Mm-mm. no, this generation is amazing. You guys are cool. We are cool. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. So anyways, join the tech community. I'd love to have you and I'll see you in the next episode. See you guys.